Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from SDN NFE World Congress in The Hague. And I'm delighted to have Charles Furland, VP and GM of Telco at Lenovo, back on the show with us. Welcome back, Charles. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So, Charles, you were last on the show at Mobile World Congress, and we were talking about Lenovo's advancements in the network arena. We're here now at The Hague. It seems like a nice six months cadence for us. It is. Why don't you just start with introducing your role at Lenovo and talk about where Lenovo is at in terms of engagement with telco? Okay. So basically, Lenovo is focusing, and my team specifically is focusing at and selling to the infrastructure component of the telco, of the operator. Basically, they're going through a transformation today where they are planning out their 5G deployment and their edge computing deployment. And we are developing partnership and solutions that is really addressing that part of their business. How can we help the service provider to deploy a 5G infrastructure running on x86 server? How can we optimize the performance? How can we have the solution tested, validated, and supported? And that's the type of solution that we bring to market. Now, obviously, Lenovo is delivering infrastructure across a wide array of markets. What is the advantage of having that scope and scale of different market segments that you're serving and what you can bring uniquely to the telco arena? First of all, Lenovo is a truly global company. We operate in 180 markets around the world. So that gives us a footprint that is hard to match. That is also very useful for some of the service provider to do business with us is we can service their need in many, many different markets around the world. We also have a lot of expertise in-house. When I joined Lenovo, we're looking at how do we optimize the NFV deployment? How do we deploy these systems in thousands of locations? And it turns out that there is a lot of know-how inside Lenovo that can help me build my business unit. So when I started this practice last year, we looked at the high-performance computing team. Lenovo is the number one in HPC sure. and has a lot of know-how and craftsmanship and how to optimize the operating system to get the most out of a server and the most out of the application. And that team used a lot of acceleration card, FPGAs, GPUs, Intel Quick Assist card, mm -hmm. these sort of technologies. So we recruited some of the help from that team to say, hey, we have a different workload. It's an NFV workload, it's a VNF, it's telco, it's a different application, but the principle remains the same. And how can you help us fine-tune that operating system, fine-tune that card to be delivering the best performance on that platform. Same thing with scale. Lenovo is the supplier to six of the top 10 hyperscale company in the world. So deploying 10,000 servers is a no-brainer, right? The big difference now is 10,000 servers in tool facility is one thing, and now we're turning this upside down and say, well, now you have two servers in 5,000 locations. Right. So it's a new challenge, but we use a lot of the know-how and tool set that are working and our IT expertise in that scaled deployment that we're now using in edge computing, for example. So there's a lot of things that I'm leveraging that this telco expertise is leveraging from our existing practice inside Lenovo and making our uh, telco division a lot more efficient. You talked about 5G. You also talked about the growth of the edge. And that's a great example of workload differentiation and scaling the right capability to the right workload. How are you seeing the network market mature? And where are you seeing the largest areas of growth 
over the next couple of years? It will be around the edge, for sure. Processing data closer to the source is going to be super important. And I think Gartner came up with a study that showed that right now only 20% of data is processed outside of the data center. And by 2025, they're expecting something like 75%. And a good example of that is if you're monitoring license plates in a city and you want to capture what are the license places coming in and out of a certain intersection at the corner of two streets. Well, sure, you'll have camera, but if you're backhauling that video feed all the way to a data center somewhere in the middle of the country to process and extract the license plate number, you carried a lot of information for perhaps no reason. All you want is a license plate. So that's a good example of an edge computing use case where we could use a GPU card to help us process and read the license plate directly at the edge and only upload the license plate number, which is a few characters, right? So that's where we see a lot of the growth to be able to process data outside of the data center, which introduce as well a different paradigm or different set of challenges as well. One around security, for example. Mm -hmm. So now data centers are pretty well protected. They're fenced, there's security guards, there's physically these buildings are hard to reach. If we're now putting compute resources outside in the world, outside the data center, well, how do you secure the data? And that's where some of the innovation on the hardware design comes in. For example, at Lenovo, we had put a special chipset on the board, making the device completely useless if you're not authenticated. So it won't even start, you can't read the disk, but then you have an application on your phone that you connect to the server and you authenticate the server. So yep, I am the administrator of that device and automatically turns on. And then after that, we deploy and have the system ready to use. The disks are encrypted, of course. That's most important because the data is staying locally. But we also put some kill switch in it. If you move the server, if you try to tamper with some of the hardware components, we automatically delete these encryption keys to protect the data so that somebody cannot just steal the device and use a brute force method somewhere to break through it after several hours or weeks of penetration tests. Interesting. Now, I know that Lenovo and Intel are collaborating in this arena quite a bit, just as we have across our businesses. When you talk about workload optimization and looking at different ways to deliver unique capabilities, how has Lenovo partnered with Intel on that? Well, you're right. We are great partners and I appreciate the collaboration that we have with Intel. We work, for example, on the Intel Select platform where we validated some of our solutions. So that's one way that we're collaborating. We also created a joint innovation program with Orange, between mm -hmm. Lenovo and Orange, and that joint innovation program used a lot of the Intel rack scale design components. Mm -hmm to measure if the performance versus power consumption ratio, specifically at the edge. Are we better to put an acceleration card at the edge mm -hmm. or is it better to keep it at a central office somewhere where there's more power and just transport the data back and forth? So it's that sort of collaboration that we have done and research that we have done with Intel, but Orange was nice enough to give us some real use cases and real uh, problem to solve instead of us just thinking what we could solve today. You've announced two new NFEI platforms, one NFEI updated for our Newer second processor. generation. Second generation, exactly. And the second is our NFEI forwarding platform. Exactly. Correct. Talk about those and how they differentiate in the marketplace. So what we wanted to offer to our customer is a certain benchmark and a certain baseline for them to understand that these platforms are tested 
validated and offer a certain level of performance. It's a big risk for a service provider to move away from an appliance towards an x86 architecture and having no guarantee on the performance, having no visibility on the throughput and these sort of things. So through the Intel Select and these validation platform, we have been able to say these are the guaranteed performance you'll get out of this architecture, basically. That contributes a lot to de-risk the investment in this type of technology for our customers, our mutual customers. That makes sense. You know, one thing that I know Lenovo has talked about a lot is the importance of open industry standard technology yep. and interoperability. How are you bringing that to bear in the telco arena? As a follow-up to the example I was giving with Orange, the joint innovation program, we have came up with some good finding on how to measure power consumption versus performance, and we're contributing this to the Yardstick project and the OpenNV, part of the Linux Foundation. We've contributed all our equipment to the Etsy PlugFest for several years now. I think it's eight times in a row. We're now also a co-chair in the OpenRAN, which is the uh, alliance that really provide an open source infrastructure for radio access. And one of the nice projects that I am personally involved is the Linux Foundation Virtual Central Office, the VCO, which is implemented right now in my hometown in Montreal, and it's hosting a 5G environment, fully operational, that service provider can come and test application and different VNF and the interoperability with, between one another. So these, as much as we can, whatever we find and able to contribute back to the open source community, we do. Now, you talked about the opportunity of the edge. When you look at edge deployments over the next couple of years, what are the sectors that you're seeing move fastest in terms of adoption of edge services? Sector by industries, yeah. you mean? I have a vested interest behind communication service provider, obviously. I'm not sure if they're going to be the one that are moving the fastest, but mm -hmm. definitely are the one that are going to be moving the largest. Mm -hmm. They have the footprint and the requirement to service their customers in all of these locations. What we are seeing is a lot of the content publisher, the streaming companies, mm -hmm. the business case is pretty obvious for them. The closer they get to the user, the price per gigabyte is much lower. So the content service provider are probably one of the early use case adopter about this technology. Fantastic. Charles, thank you for sharing your perspectives today and congratulations on the announcements this week at The Hague. One final question for you. If folks want to find out more about the solutions Lenovo is delivering in this space, where would you send them? I would send them to lenovo.com slash COSP for communication service provider. So lenovo.com slash COSP. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being on today. Thank you very much. Have a good day.